The roles we play is written and performed by me, Leanna Bertrand, and brought to you by Anchor. Episode 4, Cafe Heartache. Lucy was late. Now, with Finn, that was expected, because Finn barely knew how to read a clock that wasn't digital. But Lucy was always exactly on time, and I was the one who was always obnoxiously early. The three of us filled out the extremes of the punctuality spectrum. Procrastination, precision, and paranoia. Lucy was usually in charge of making our plans because of that. She'd tell me the event was 20 minutes after it was supposed to start, and Finn half an hour before, so we'd both show up at what she defined as a reasonable time. Okay, in her defense, it was what everyone else defined as a reasonable time, too. <laughs> of course, this was before we'd made a mess of things. I wish the three of us could hang out again like we used to without it being so weird. I don't know if Finn has noticed the way that things have changed. He's not an idiot. He probably noticed something's different, but I don't know if he knows what or why. But he just seems happy that we're all together again, so I don't think he cares about the reason. I can't make myself ruin that for him. I heard the doors of the bakery open once again, but I'd long stopped looking up because, well, whiplash isn't attractive. Of course, the one time I didn't look up is the one time it's actually Lucy. The rustle of her jacket startled me as she settled into the seat just across the table. She looked like she'd been running, and maybe she had. Her curly hair was disheveled beyond its usual casual tousle, the tiniest beads of perspiration across her forehead. You know, maybe I was staring too much if I noticed that. Sorry I'm late, I got stuck on the phone with the director, Lucy said. Have you been here long? Thirty minutes long, but I bit my tongue about that. I just answered emails. From my very empty inbox. I leaned back in the chair, trying to look relaxed. You wanted to talk, right? I'm ready when you are. <sighs> do you have to do that? Do what? Lucy reached over and took my hands in hers. Wasn't I in this position moments before? Same face, different heart. There was that nauseous feeling again. Why did it still feel like this with her? I crossed the threshold with Lucy Sybil, so this should be nothing. Why wasn't it nothing? Get so formal, Lucy said. Like this is a meeting or something. We're still friends, aren't we? I pulled my hands back. I don't know. I'd like to be, Lucy said. I forced myself to look in her eyes. She had to take me seriously, and for that I couldn't give her a chance to dismiss me. You said it was a mistake. Do you know how much that- How much what? Lucy pushed. Damn it, why was I choking up now? How many times did I rehearse this conversation, dreamt of what I'd say? I swallowed hard and forced myself to speak. How much that fucked with my head. Lucy went quiet for a moment after that. Well, I finally said it. Said what that night really did to me. 
it was supposed to feel good. But all I felt was sad. And tired. The weight was off, but all that was left was a gouge where it was crushing my heart before. An echo of the pain I felt. Maybe some things were supposed to stay quiet. I needed to get out of here. There was nothing left I could say, and certainly nothing left that she could say that could fix any of this. One of those things that was meant to stay broken. I got up, but Lucy reached for me, then pulled back. Seemed to think better of it, but the motion was enough to make me hesitate. Don't go yet, she said, almost a whisper. Please. I'm sorry I miss you so much. My throat felt too tight. Tears burned at the corners of my eyes, but I forced them back, even though it felt like trying to force in knives. Stop saying that. You don't mean it. I miss you as my friend, Emmeline, Lucy said. Before all of that. Out, out, out. I need out. I grabbed my bag. I have an audition. No, you don't. Fuck you! I walked away, out of corner. Thankfully, Lucy didn't follow. That did it. She knew I was struggling, even now, but to hear her say it out loud. No. Never, ever again. I'll still hang out with Finn. I'll go to the show when it opens. I'll tolerate any group hangouts that he may propose. But I will never be alone with Lucy Hansen ever again. Oh. Lucy Sybil. Can I still be with her when she shares Lucy's face? Her voice? The way she smiles, her laugh, can I be okay with that? But they're different. Aren't they? Have you ever been swimming? Like, in a pool. Not the ocean where things can eat you or you can bash your head on a rock, but like in a nice pool. Indoors, not full of petals or leaves or dead bees. And it's clean. And you know it's clean because it just feels clean, if that makes any sense. There's a deep end, usually seven or eight feet. Most people like to jump in with a running start, loud and obnoxious. I like to fall back and let myself quietly sink to the bottom, a willful little stone. There's a crack as the water snaps against your back before it breaks to embrace you. It's freezing cold at first, but then you adjust and it becomes comfortably chilly. You're weightless and your hair is the softest it has ever felt. You start to drive toward the bottom until your feet touch the ground. It's quiet. Soothing. The water is a cradle and the rhythm is light and easy. Any sound is muffled and far away. You are untouched in this chlorine oasis. Until your lungs demand that you don't die. You press your toes to the floor and shoot yourself upwards until you burst through the surface and inhale.
I wonder if there is an experience like that where you could stay under for longer without dying. A perfect experience that won't kill you. If such a thing exists. Maybe that's it. Maybe Lucy Sybil is my perfect experience. And then I will die suddenly. Maybe on stage in the middle of the greatest role of my life. Maybe on set when they're filming my character's death, only I never get up again to do another take. Or maybe it won't be so dramatic. Maybe it'll be quiet in my sleep. Or I'll be sitting at my computer, typing, searching for something, and then... Nothing at all. And I will burn in eternal flames, but I will have lived my life knowing that I lived. For myself and no one else. That I let myself be selfish and didn't hold back. That I asked for something that would kill me in the end, but it gave me more happiness than I've ever found trying to search for it alone. And the curtain will fall on my existence to make way for someone else. Lucy Sybil makes me happy because I made her that way. She is the sweetest poison poured into a crystalline rose-colored bottle, and I drink knowing the death it will bring. I would burn my throat with this acidic illusion a thousand times because it's beautiful and mine, because we are bound together by whatever dark magic brought her here. Connected. Humans are social creatures. We need connection. When we are starved of love and affection, it shows in our bodies, in our minds, and it cannibalizes to eat away at us from the inside out. To eat away at nothing and still search for more, because at the end of the day, zero times zero is still zero. I was tired of being hungry. Poison is better than nothing at all. Was I a child? Back there with Lucy? She hurt me so much. But it was two years ago. Two years to forgive and maybe forget. Am I wrong to still feel this way? She was trying. And I threw it back in her face. Am I only capable of breaking things? I should call her. It won't fix anything, but if I'm already down a path of darkness, I shouldn't drag anybody else down with me. Right. I blocked her number. But did she block mine? I'm calling her. Lucy? Hi. It's Emmeline. Look, about back there at corner. No, no, I... You want to move past this, and I should too. I don't know if I can call us friends. Yet. What happened still hurts. I just wanted you to know that I appreciate you trying. To make things right. I don't know if they'll ever be right, but I think maybe that they could be okay. I just need time, and I know I've had time, but I'm still... 
seeing you again is hard. Yeah, I, I know she looks like you, but she's not you. Yeah, anyway, that's all I really wanted to say. No, you don't need to apologize. I think we're both fumbling in the dark right now. And we're gonna make mistakes. Is that okay to say? Yeah. Cool. Um, I guess I'll see you when I see you then. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Roles We Play. We'll be back with another one next week. See you around.